0: and
2: then there was bass good evening motherfuckers and motherfuckers this is your host Young Dolomite of the Too Much Game podcast, sitting here with the super producer Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How your week, been, Ben Ready. Oh man, it uh, it was good, man. It was bullshit
3: at first, and Friday came, man. We had that uh, that seriously not another podcast episode, and um, it felt like it felt like it was a weight like lifted off of me. I don't know what it was But like ever since then I've been feeling wonderful <laughs> You know what I'm saying I don't know if I was just like Like they don't know What this nigga about to do On the show Or whatever the case But after I did that shit Man I was feeling
2: Exuberant say, the, the nerves went away And shit
3: but Yeah man it was, it was good I think a lot of shit That I was said A lot of people need to be heard You know what I'm saying But uh I appreciate you Uh Standing in for me on the show. Man, it's good to know I could depend on somebody to uh hold my spot when I can't be there.
2: Man, I was you know, I was glad to be a part of that <laughs> shit too. Yeah. It was I, monumental. I fucked the buttons up, but shit. And that's why
3: I like organic shit. That it was all part of the show.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't couldn't edit that shit out like, oh yeah, we're gonna run that shit back and let me hit the right button.
3: Nah, we keep everything except shit that ain't supposed
2: to be seen. Yeah. You know as saying? long as we don't break code. There you go. How about your week? That was cool my friday as well was dope (laughs) because leading up to that shit i was nervous as fuck like i hope i don't fuck this interview up because you know a lot of times a fucked up interview could be the interviewer yeah asking some weak ass questions you know softballing where you could tell a nigga dancing around some shit like you know i was just glad that the shit went well outside of that week was cool had a you know I haven't even mentioned it on podcast, but all the birthdays of November and my eleven year wedding anniversary, all that happened. So you know that was good. You know, shout out to my kids. Happy birthday, Deuce! Happy birthday, Brownie! Happy happy anniversary, babe! Yeah, that that's
3: crazy. So yeah, it's three it's three uh three birthdays and anniversary in November.
2: And really, honestly, my nephew' birthday is on the I think the 21st. My little brother's birthday is on the 20th. Oh yeah, so November. Yeah, and, and and that's not even including Thanksgiving. Exactly. And then Christmas shopping, Black yeah. Friday and shit. Yeah, that's nuts. November's an expensive ass month for me. That shit sucks like a motherfucker. Shout out to Deontay Wilder for uh knocking Ortiz the fuck out. Yeah, AKA Shredder. Man hell yeah. My nigga Shredder was up in there shredding. Man, hell, nigga, I was like, Niggas, is, this, is this nigga on some Kanye West shit? This weird ass mask he got on. That's exactly what it he
3: looked definitely like. definitely
2: looked like Shredder. Yeah, that's nigga
3: Shredder. I posted Shredder on uh on on uh Instagram so people could know. With like t- this yeah, this is exactly what the nigga look like.
2: Hell yeah. When I seen it at first, I was like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? I know it's a reason for this shit. <laughs> oh, the shredder? Hell yeah, niggas had to go back. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. nigga look like fucking shredded like a motherfucker.
3: I, drop a little, I always do shit like that. I drop little shit and it's the to other shit. It's, it's like a- uh,
2: you know, Breadcrumbs. Yeah,
3: you know, a little trail. You got to figure it out.
2: Hell yeah, nigga. But yeah, man, Uh, today's episode is Presentation Matters. Like, I kind of went over it a little bit in the episode of Price versus Prestige. Mm -hmm. Basically, um, carrying yourself a certain way. You know, like, a lot of times, motherfuckers don't really realize the importance of presentation. Like, how you carry yourself, how you speak, how you look, shit, how you smell, how you take care of yourself. A lot of people uh, look at you with a lot more respect if you carried yourself a certain way. If you spoke a certain way, if you projected your voice, if your your posture was a certain way. Right. You know, like it it is super important. But a lot of people seem to not really get that shit. You know, like I always say, good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers when I open up the show. That's my endearing way of saying, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like I, I feel like it's important to be a gentleman. I feel like it's important to carry yourself as a lady. In all aspects of life. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers don't really feel the the need to dress a certain way. You know, like you see these memes of like rich people. Like they'll show you like um they love using Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Like, oh, these guys don't have Gucci belts and shit like that. They just wear regular shirts and, sh- you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But these niggas don't have to um look for a job. Like, these niggas are so rich, it don't fucking matter how they present themselves. So, to me, that's a moot point. You know, a lot of people like to try to use the richest of the rich people as a, a bar of something. Mm-hmm. But I, I really don't feel that's true. I feel like um, your presentation is very important in everything that you do. Like, what if you went, say you was in court and your lawyer walked in with a sweatsuit on? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you feel he do?
3: Like, you don't get this uh my cousin Vinny Bush. Yeah, about him. nigga,
2: like hold on, pimp. So I'm going to prison. Yeah. Like that's that's what we doing. You you just finna just lock me up, dog. Like, let's just not even go through the, the, the time waste it. of a case. Yeah, just sentence me now, dog. You know, now that I saw what you got on, I'm just gonna plead guilty. Like, I feel like your your presentation and a lot of shit shows how serious you are about some shit right you know like if 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 a motherfucker came to your wedding with pajama pants on like you know it's just certain certain scenarios where you should be on your fucking peasy kills like me personally i get dressed to go check my mail honestly that's just the type of nigga that i am though like I, i don't like to be caught off guard so me i just dress up period. That's just how I get down. But it's always because I've always respected motherfuckers who could stay on point. You know, somebody told me like when I was a youngster, like, cause you know, I used to always wear, and it's cause it was in style really though, big ass t-shirts, baggy jeans, you know, shoes. To this day, I don't tie my shoes unless I'm wearing a suit. But like, I don't tie my shoes, you know, motherfuckers like, man, what the, what the fuck is you looking all sloppy for? Like, bitches don't even like that type of shit like Mm -hmm. you know even though i was able to pull because i got mouthpiece but i did notice when i start dressing a certain way i start attracting a certain caliber of woman right you know so that i think that's what i uh, i wanted to talk about today like and this ain't even just because y'all i always say at the end of the show i ain't here to help you get bitches i'm here to help you get better and this is a part of what's gonna make you better That might also help you get bitches. And vice versa. You know, because I see a lot of women guilty of this, too. Like, I hate when I'm walking through the mall and see a bitch basically in her pajamas with her hair still tied up, like, fucking raggedy-ass t-shirt on. Or You see it a lot at the laundromat, too.
0: Because you
2: go to the laundromat, right? So, you know, motherfuckers be up in there just dressed like whatever and i get it because it's just a laundromat but at the same time like i'm always just like man i don't know who i'ma see because you know i used to tell my wife that shit because she like bad, why the fuck is you getting dressed up to go hang out in the apartments like i just see some of my homeboys out kicking it and i would go throw a fit on not like it's my best sunday shit but it would be decent nice clean pair of shoes nice pair of jeans nice t shirt you know, chain, watch, all that type of shit. Then go step out and chill with my partners. And she like, you ain't even got to get all that dress. You just in the apartments. But I'm like, I don't know who going to pull up. I don't know who I'm going to run into. I don't know what that interaction might be. I'm married, so I don't got to impress no bitches. But at the same time, like I tell motherfuckers, it, you'll never know who you run into and what that first impression that you get that person could lead to. You know, so like I always believe in at least keeping your your appearance to a certain level, keeping how you talk to people to a certain level, you know, because this ain't just appearance. Like I I, I tell people this a lot. You never know who you talking shit to when you first meet a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like just hypothetically, you walking through the mall and somebody bump your shoulder. It's not my instinct as it once was to just straight talk shit like, you know, dirt, dirt bitch ass nigga. Like um, I was looking at a meme probably about sometime this week. This girl got a she got a position at NASA. So she get on Twitter and she like, yeah, bitch, everybody. Fuck you. I'm a I'm a scientist. I work at fucking NASA now. So some dude commented language, like, basically, you know, like, watch your mouth. And she was like, fuck you, eat a dick. I work for NASA, bitch. And he was like, I'm the, what the fuck was he? He was like the dude over the science program of NASA. Oh, my goodness. She got fired, too. And I thought it was, like, just a funny viral meme. But if you look on Google, that shit really happened. That shit was real. She really talked shit to the dude who was, like, the boss of nasa and she got fired you know and it's like you never know who you talking shit to like you don't know who you murder mouth in a dirt dogging you don't know who you you know like motherfuckers love to say this shit i ain't got nobody to impress like my ex like i used to always complain because you know we we step out and she don't like to get dressed and she always like i got a man i ain't got nobody to impress i'm like yeah nigga me motherfucker you know you ain't got to go out there trying to look good for them You used to try to look good for yourself, if not even for me. Like, I feel like motherfuckers who don't never get fly, like, they don't don't respect they self enough to at least look decent. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like I, I would tell people, like, this ain't even got nothing to do with, like, wearing the best shoes, the best pants, expensive, blah, 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 because it's shit that I'm not into. I'm not into expensive Italian shoes and Gucci and all this type of shit. I'm just into looking decent. Like, even when I was bummy, I was decent. You would never see me outside nowhere with a dirty T-shirt on. Like, I I would always make sure, even when I was wearing big baggy pants, they would look nice. They would have a certain fit to them. You know, my, I, my shoes, I hate dirty shoes. Like, I'll throw a pair of shoes away. Like, if I can't get them clean, i throw them away. I wouldn't even give away a pair of dirty, fucked up shoes. Like unless they some grass cutters or, you know, some shit I change oil in or some shit like that. Like I feel like niggas who walk around like that just on the daily, like what what image are you putting forth? Like what why should I do business with you if you don't take yourself serious enough to get the dirt from up under your fingernails? Mm. You know, like it's just certain shit like that. Like and you know, like I was telling my wife, like I'm sure it's a lot of people who don't. Have that view, but why not put your best foot forward anyway? Like, I've dealt with people in scenarios where they didn't really trip off of how I looked. But more often than not, I've been judged by how I look. Like, I remember one day I was going to go on a date with my wife. And her friend saw me. And she was like, when you going to get dressed? Nigga, I had just left the mall. I felt like I was dressed. Damn. Nigga, I had a brand new tee, Nigga, some crispy 501s and my fucking Reebok classics that I was always known to wear. Before she was concerned, nigga, that's not go out clothing. Right. Like, what what the fuck is you doing? Like, you think you finna take my friend out dressed like that? We not finna do that? Like... And again, nigga, my wife ain't the type of woman that I was used to dealing with at that time in my life. Like, back in my day, I dealt with what you would call hood rats. I'm not finna call my exes hood rats, but at the same time, like, they was from the same background I was from. We was from, you know, low-income neighborhoods, the inner city, if you will. Right. You know, so, like, to them... A nigga with a, a a 5X tall T-shirt, some size 40 jeans, even though his waist is a 32. Like, to them, I was fly. Nigga, that was what we would wear to go on, quote, unquote, nicer dates. Because, you know, like, as far as some women, whatever's in style is what makes you look nice. But other women is like, no, motherfucker. Like, we wear shirts with collars here. Like, this ain't the type of place that you go into wearing jeans and sneakers. You know, because I feel like every man should own at least one nice watch. Mm-hmm. You know, one nice pair of dress shoes, one nice suit. At least one. Like, you know, you ain't gotta have like a closet full of fucking, you know, Armani suits, but at the same time, like, just in case the the um the occasion calls for it. You should have you should be able to, you know, step out and kill a ass at least one time, at least for a funeral or a wedding, you know, something like, you know, everybody gonna have to get fresh for some, you know, because, again, nigga, especially in shit like that, some occasions, some areas you go to, you'll never know who you're going to run into. So I always want to be on point just in case. Like, I hate to be in a nice restaurant or at a nice venue or something like that and say I run into somebody who's like the head of serious radio and he trying to start the podcasting division and he run into me and I got my bullshit clothes on. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't even want to speak to that motherfucker if I'm not at least somewhat presentable. You know, like I always believe in staying presentable just in case I have to present myself because you never know who you're going to run into, especially being that we in Southern California. Right. There's been a lot of times I've ran into people who, not that they could change my life with a conversation, but there's certain people who you might fuck around and run into and the the meeting will be something of substance to you in later life. You know, like there's been people who, you know, like like your cousin. You know, I I met him and we clicked, and that uh, relationship turned into me and you being right here having this conversation. Right. You know, like I I always believe in putting my best foot forward, and a lot of times your best foot forward starts with you know your appearance, how you greet people, you know the the manner in which you speak, the words you use, because everybody know I, I'm I'm a, I'm a street dude like just by the way that I talk, you could tell by how I say it, you know, by what I say into this microphone. But a lot of times, you know, it's not like I'm a meet a person for the first time and be like,
1: what's with the lucky land Sluts, You can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Like, that's not how I address people. Like, I do that for the show because this is my show. You know, it's it's like you, you stepped into my living room when you come to the Too Much Game podcast. But when I meet people, I always try to project my voice. You know, when I speak to men, I try to give them a firm handshake. You know, I always, you know, I try to present myself a certain way. So people give me a certain level of respect. So even if I don't think that this person that I'm running into is anybody, just hypothetically, if they are just off the strength of the type of person that I'm presenting myself to be, they know that I'm a man of respect. They know I'm a man that deserves respect, you know, and certain people will offer you things just off of the impression that you make on them. You know, like some people, oh, you got a nice voice, you know, you you got a voice for radio. You can do such and such. And I'm like, you know, I do podcasts, you know, so that could be a fruitful situation. It could turn into something else. You know, a lot of motherfuckers be feeling like they ain't got nobody to impress. And it's like, you know, yeah, that's cool to say and shit. But what if you did run into the type of motherfucker that you might want to impress? You know, say you single and you want to run into somebody of the opposite sex. Would you want to? somebody who could potentially be your future husband or wife to meet you and you got pajama pants on in the mall? Like, you know, w- would you like to be somewhere in a setting where everybody else dressed up and you got some bullshit on? And this just happened to be the motherfucker like, you know, we do podcasts. So say you run into a, I ain't going to say a Joe Button because he's, a, he's a, a, a not dressy type of motherfucker. But just the dude who runs, you know, like say Dash Radio or mm-hmm. something like that. Like I would hate to run into one of these motherfuckers and I'm like musty. You know, like my my fingernails dirty, my hands dirty. I'm I've been doing some bullshit. Like I always just believe in 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 being fly. Like, you know, a lot of times, yo, it's it's details. How you smell, you know, keeping your nails up keeping your breath together, things of that nature. Shit, even your posture, the look on your face when you meet certain people. Because I got that very bad. Like, I'm the type of motherfucker that, that I got, women call it resting bitch face. Men haven't come with a creative name for having a fucked up look on your face all the time. You said bitch face? Resting bitch face. Resting bitch face. Yeah, that's what women call it. RBF. A woman say she got RBF, that's like when she got that unapproachable look. Yeah. That's me. When I'm in a, a, a setting where I don't know everybody, I got a fucked up look on my face. Yeah. I'm, I I got that bad. Even when I don't know I'm doing it, I be doing it. Like, my wife always remind me, like, babe, fix your face. And I'm like, what you talking about? Because, nigga, I be... You know, to her, I'm mean mugging motherfuckers. And that's just the look that be on my face. That's how I look. You know, if you can see me, that's how I be looking. Like, nigga, I don't, I don't got a nice motherfucking look. I don't be smiling. I don't got a smirk. You know, uh, what, what what the fuck did she? I think it was uh, Tyra Banks. She called it smizing. Where you smile with your eyes. I don't do that shit. A lot of times I got a, I don't give a fuck, fuck these niggas look on my face. Yeah, and it's not a good thing, my nigga. Like, it's 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 something that I need to work on. But it's part of, you know, the the thing that I tell motherfuckers about the image that you portray, and the way that you know people will they they return that when you have you know a a open personality. You know, people want to be around you and shit, and in turn, that could open up opportunities for you. You know, like, I I, I believe strongly in that. Like, the the image that you put forth has a lot to do with what you get back and a lot of your interactions with people.
3: Oh, yeah, most definitely.
2: Like, you know, that's the reason jobs have uniforms. They want you to project a certain image that represents their company. That's why when you go to McDonald's, they got uniforms in and out. You know, like, shit, in and out. You know, well, we got In-N-Out in California and a couple other states. But if you're not in California or Nevada or Arizona or the other states that got In-N-Out, In-N-Out, these motherfuckers have a personality that represents the company. Or if you've ever been to Chick-fil-A, they got it too. You go to Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out, these are the nicest motherfuckers you will ever meet. Like they are like bubbling when you go to welcome to in and out, like you will honestly think these motherfuckers was happy to see you. Like that's how they present themselves at these companies. But they also make good money. And that's a part of the way that you, you project yourself. You know, it's it's the the environment that you create with the type of person that you are. And that shit is a lot of shit. You know, because a lot of times, and uh, as men. And there are women like this as well. You've been on a date and everything was fly. But it was one little thing that fucked with you. Like, man, she cute than a motherfucker, but she got a dead tooth in the front. Like, she cute than a motherfucker, but her fingernails was dirty. Or like in the movie Boomerang when he was fucking with, what was that, Robin Givens who had the hammer time on her feet? (laughs) Remember that shit? The, was it Robin Givens? It was. It was one. Of the, it was a woman he was with, and she was fine as a motherfucker. Niggas said the hammer time. That nigga pulled them covers back. Nigga, and them feet was beat. Like not the good beat. Like nigga, face. Yeah, nigga, them feet was fucked. Nigga, her she had athlete's feet, and not the the sickness. But nigga, she looked like she done slam dunked a couple basketballs back in her day. Like. A first impression is very important. And a lot of that shit is in the details. Like, you know, women say it all the time when a dude got dirty fingernails. And I used to be I used to be bad with that, too, because I've always worked jobs where a lot of times I had to be outside or I had to do actual labor. Like, you know, when you when you work laborious jobs, your hands be dirty. You could wash your hands. But a lot of times, nigga, no matter how good you wash your hands, your fingernails will still be dirty. So you got to keep your fingernails maintained. That was something I learned, I ain't going to say learned a little later in life, but that's something I took heed to and started to actually pay attention to later in life. Like I got to keep my fingernails clean because dirty fingernails just makes your whole hand look fucked up. And that's one thing women do not like. They do not like you touching on them with dirty fucking fingernails. You know, so like you got to keep all that shit together. Even with a dude, like you know, if, if a motherfucker go to shake my hand and I see his fingernails is fucked up, I assume he didn't wash his hands. Whether or not he did or not. But imagine you meet a motherfucker walk out the bathroom and you shake his hand and his hands are completely dry. What you gonna think? It's a nasty man. Exactly. And I'm gonna be pissed that I shook your hand. Cause a lot of times when I meet strangers, if it's somebody who's just like, say, a co-worker, like we both just work together, I just give you a fist bump. Motherfuckers reach for the handshake, I give them the fist bump. Boom. I don't want to touch the insides of your hands. I don't know where the fuck your hands been. You might have just got out the bathroom and didn't wash your hands. You could have literally been doing anything. And us as truck drivers, a lot of us pee while we driving. Mm-hmm. It ain't no sink in the truck. Right. So what the fuck did you do with your hands after you got done taking the leak into the cup or the bottle or outside on the side of the truck or however the fuck you did that? I'm not going to shake your hand because you might have pissed. Nah, I don't play that shit. You know, but that's all in me personally respecting myself because I also got extra respect for germaphobes. Like, you ever meet the type of person that walk around with hand sanitizer in their pocket or the motherfuckers who always be wiping their hands with baby wipes? Like, I look at that as a motherfucker who respects themselves. Just me personally, you know, I don't know how anybody else feels about that shit. But me, you know, I, I got respect for a person who has the level of respect for themselves to not let any old motherfucker touch their hands or let any old motherfuckers touch them. Me personally, I wasn't raised affectionate. So I don't like people touching me. I don't like strange people touching me. A lot of times, you know, when I was in relationships, that would fuck with me because, you know, women like for you to hug them and kiss them and touch them and all that shit, and I didn't like to be touched. So women didn't really care for that shit when I'd be, (laughs) (laughs) nigga, I'm trying to touch your shoulder. Nigga, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't like people touching me. You know, though, sorry. It's not a good thing. I just don't like to be touched. Right. You know, but when I see people who are into, you know, who are like that because of germs, I got respect for it because you respect yourself enough to not just let any dirty motherfucker touch you. You know, and, and with women, a lot of this shit, you know, as far as presentation, women are better at it than men. You know, a lot of, I see a lot more well-kept women than men. A lot of us as men sometimes, like men to go out somewhere with some regular shit on and be like, uh, fuck it, I just ain't into getting dressed. Right. You know, but women, uh, most of the time women like to get fly when they step out. You know, like me and my wife, that was one of our things when 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 we got together. You know, because she used to just be like, oh, you know, I'm just going here, so I'm just gonna wrap my hair up and roll out. And I be like, bad. Could you please just, you know, look a little better. And then, you know, one of my ex coworkers caught her slipping and, you know, it 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 reillustrated the point. You know, because one of my old co-workers, because I had already left the job when we was together. And he had seen her and she had her hair wrapped up at work and she just wasn't on her P's and Q's. And he was like, damn, Mo, like, what's up? You you all right? And she was like, yeah, I'm cool. What you mean? He was like, you know, you kind of, you ain't really representing your man right. Mm. And she was like, what you talking about? And he was like, you got your hair wrapped up. You know, you got your, you know, your uniform ain't all the way together. Like, you know. You don't want to present yourself a little better? She was like, damn, I ain't even know it was all that. But now, you know, we make sure to get get on my shit when I step out the house. And like I told her, like, men notice that shit. Like, people notice in general how you present yourself.
3: Nigga seen there and thought there was something wrong on the home front. Huh? On God,
2: nigga. Y'all like, right, yeah. Y'all. Like, oh. <laughs> shit, everything cool? Oh, shit. You know, like, when, when people see me off point. You know, if, if, if I ain't got all my shit on, if I'm not fly, you know, like, motherfucker's like, damn, man, you you, you good, Dola? I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just going to the store. Yeah. Nigga, usually when we see you at the store, you got everything fly on. But today you got on basketball shorts and some socks that don't match your outfit. Nigga, your shoes is fucked up. Like, nigga, you must be working in the yard or some shit. Because for the most part, that's the only time you're really going to see me out in traffic on some bullshit. If I'm, I'm literally like, oh, I was just changing my oil and I needed to pick up a funnel from AutoZone or some shit. But for the most part, nigga, I don't like to step out when I'm not on point because I'm just a firm believer and you never know who you're going to run into. And you only get one chance to make a first impression. And a lot of times your first impression could be the difference between somebody looking at you one way. Or not ever fucking with you again. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the reason, like, I always just try to be on point as much as possible. Like, I hate when the motherfucker catch me off guard. Like, especially just growing up as a single dude, when you say, you know, you you done ran into a woman at a gas station or something. And you had your fucked up clothes on because you just got done hooping and you, like, tch, fuck. I ain't even had no fit on. I couldn't even get at home, girl, nigga, because I was looking fucked up. You know, you catch a bad female somewhere and your hair wasn't cut. <laughs> Fuck. Because, <laughs> you know, you don't even want to talk to her because your hair fucked up. You like, man, God damn. Like, that's why I believe in like, nigga, I be trying to stay on point at all times.
3: You got some people out there that can see through the shit. Like they can see like uh Uh, uh, what's the word of potential? Potential, yeah. They can see the potential.
2: I've I've, I've cracked women in work boots. You know, I'm I'm pumping my gas. I got my work boots on, wife beater on, fucked up work pants, and they like, "Oh, you got a job, huh? Oh, you just coming from work, huh?" But you know, with that, a lot of times it's because you look like you doing something. You know, you can be off point when you see somebody if you off point for a reason. But now if she see you and you got a a, a T-shirt with a loose neck on that motherfucker, you know, your shoes is dirty and not work dirty. But just I didn't have these Air Force ones for three years and don't care to clean them. That's a bad first impression. You know, that's not the type of shit that you do when you really want to, you know, and this is beyond attracting the opposite sex. Just present yourself in person. Like, just hypothetically, if we was going to a meeting with a company to do a merger with Townhouse Media, Mm -hmm. you know, and not no homie shit. I mean, like, you know, we going to Dash Radio and we trying to get a subsidiary. Right. Like, nigga, we not finna go in there with no fucking, you know, baggy fucking sweats on. Like, at at least a button up. (laughs) Yeah, You yeah. know at, yeah. you at to the least yeah. yeah you know like And I believe in that cause I'm not the type of motherfucker Walk around with button ups and a fucking You know five piece suit on All day Yeah, but you know I do Believe that there are occasions that Call for that and that's why I feel like Every man should have a suit I feel like every woman Should have the little black dress And at least one nice bag And one nice pair of shoes
3: mm. Shout out to the women with uh, Black dresses In the world
2: Yeah Nice pair of heels. Yeah, that's that's uh that's paramount.
3: Slow down, girl. You're killing them.
2: Yeah, and you know, like that's thats my thing. Like, you know, everybody should have that one. I'm a kill them night outfit because you know you never, especially in those events that you wear shit like that too. You never know who you'll run into when you're doing shit like that. Like certain motherfuckers, it's like. I got to be able to kill them just in case I got to make an impression, even though sometimes it's worked against me. I remember one time I went to a job interview for a warehouse. I literally didn't get the job because I was dressed too nice. She was like, um, judging by those
0: shoes, I don't think.
2: I just need a job lady like honestly I have these shoes because I want to make a good first impression not because I don't need this job but she was like yeah those shoes cost more than probably any motherfucker in this building I said yeah but that ain't got nothing to do with me needing a job I wouldn't be here applying if I didn't need this job I just need a job but she basically hit me with the nigga you're overqualified. And I'm like, God damn, that that's some bullshit. Like how you overqualified nigga because of his job interview outfit. I figure you were supposed to dress nice for job interviews all the fucking time. But I realize sometimes, you know, as far as the how presentation matters, sometimes you got to dress for the job you want. And Nikki F said that shit in the comments on our interview. Mm-hmm. You got to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And that's some real shit. You know, sometimes you might have to dress it down in certain scenarios. I always believe in dressing up, but there there is a a time when you can be overdressed. You don't want to wear a suit to a basketball game. You know, certain times, nigga, you you, you might want to just have some sweats. But even in times that you dress it down, because I feel like this is a major key. Like, this is a... Secret sauce right here. I don't know what I'm gonna start calling these keys, but this is secret sauce right here. Even when you dress it down, you can still look fly when you dress it down. Like I might not have my two and three hundred dollar shoes on all the time, but even my bullshit shoes are nice. Mm -hmm. Like nigga, even when I'm just say on my low key, oh, I'm just gonna walk to the liquor store. The shoes I have on might not be my flyer shoes, but they still going to be fly. Like even in my days of being the type of dude who didn't always dress the best, I've always dressed decent because everybody not going to be able to have, you know, a, a, a nice suit, but you can have a tailored suit. You can get a suit that's not the greatest brand, Mm-hmm. but you can still have it nicely tailored to where it looks nice. You don't have to have the most expensive shoes or the 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 best shirt or any of that, but it can still fit right. You can still make sure that it's clean. You can sure, you know, make sure that your shoes are kept up because you can have motherfucking pro wings on, but if they brand new and clean, at least you look presentable, you know, because this is for like my homeboys who be just getting out of jail and shit like, you kind of got to wear whatever you got, mm-hmm. even though my niggas, most of my homeboys and shit who I know who get out of jail, they already the type of niggas that, that already look at themselves a certain way anyway. So they like to look clean no matter what the situation is. You know, that's a weird thing about niggas in prison. Like my homeboys will be going in and out of jail. They always ironing and shit. They always like to keep their shit on point. And that was kind of who I learned this shit from growing up. Like, you know, my step-pop, he was always in and out of prison. My uncles who was always, you know, in and out of prison. And they would always say, like, man, you never know who you're going to run into. So you always got to be fresh. And even when you not in your best, you can still look fresh. Like, I had a homeboy like that. Nigga, my best friend Dom used to be like that. Like, even in a white tee and sweats, this nigga would look fly. Mm-hmm. like this nigga just always looked <clears throat> fly no matter what this motherfucker put on he was always looking fly and I was like it's an art to this shit you ain't just accidentally still looking fresh like even just oh t-shirt and some, some bullshit it was always a nice brand new fucking t-shirt the sweats was always some nice fucking sweats like even when you in your off point shit even your dress down shit could look nice like Something that I do because of a, a YouTube video I seen that's been something that I take very seriously now. I always take my jeans to the tailor to get them fitted fitted to me. Like I always taper my jeans so they fit me perfectly. Right. You know, because like 501 jeans, for instance, you know, they're a little loose around the ankle. Mm-hmm. I like my shit you know, tighter around the ankle. Right. So I always take my jeans to get tailored the same way that I take my suits to the to the tailor to get fitted to me personally. You know, it always looks better when all your clothes fit nice. You know, back in the day when niggas was wearing 5X tall T-shirts and that was the style, that was cool. But nigga, it ain't 2013 no more. It ain't 2002 no more. So all that bulky, baggy shit, That ain't the fucking play. You know, a lot of motherfuckers look at you a certain way because of how you present yourself. And your clothing is a big fucking part of it, even when you off point. Because, again, like, when you would go approach a female and you off your shit, if you got a nice haircut, you could still pull. Because, you know, that's a a big thing. Women as well. It, It ain't nothing sexier than a woman who always got her hair done. Like, she, you know, like, there's women who who I see, and every time I see her, like, we used to have a woman at my job when I used to draw school, but so she was, like, one of the supervisors, and she was okay looking. She wasn't even all that, but one of my co-workers was fucking infatuated with this woman. Like, this nigga was smitten, and the reason was, every time you saw this lady, she would have a nice pair of heels on nice um professional looking because you know she was like one of the supervisors she was one of the higher ups so she always had like the little suit jacket looking thing with the skirt little shit Mm -hmm. but every time you seen her she she just looked real well put together and that nigga was just like in love with that shit and like i told him that is a, a sexy quality in a woman who always just looked on point, always looking the part. Like, and, you know, I always like to present myself like that because you never know who you going to see and what that impression would do for you. You know, because I've been offered jobs just off of the type of conversations that I have with people. You know, I believe in being a, an effective communicator. Mm-hmm. You know, like, listen to understand, not just to respond. Right. That's a big part of communication to me. You know, some people, they talk and they listen to you just to hear you stop so they can reply. And a lot of times you better off listening to understand because your reply is a lot better when you understood what was said to you instead of you just they got what they said. And you didn't already made your mind up what you was going to say before they even finished their sentence. Mm -hmm. Like I've had conversations with people where I said something and they literally said the same exact shit to me in reply because I know you knew you was going to say that before I finished talking. Instead of you listening to what I said to reply to me based off of what I said, you replied to me because I was done talking. Not because you understood what I said. You know, a lot of people are bad communicators because of that. Their mind is already made up bef- before you said what you said. They they just have a statement. They not listening. They just, all right. It's like a uh, double dutch. When you see a motherfucker waiting for that motherfucking rope to open up and you doing Man, this that, shit that, right that, here. That little, little wop. Hell yeah, they doing this shit waiting for that. Wow, then they go jump in and shit. Like that's what a motherfucker do in conversation. Like they ain't what you saying is, and then they all right, yeah, nigga, but such and such and such. And you like, nigga, did you just hear what I said? You just said exactly what the fuck I said. I see what happened was, and that's super annoying in arguments and debates. That's a big reason. A lot of times, when you debate motherfuckers, and you realize y'all arguing the same point, you like, hold on, we saying the same shit, and they like, no, but you said, and you like, nigga, yeah, I said the same shit you said. You just wasn't listening because you was too anxious to get your point off. You know, so I I believe in listening to motherfuckers to hear what they say understand what they say and then reply even if sometimes like me sometimes I reply slow somebody will say something and because I'm processing it I might not reply fast and they like damn nigga you I'm like honestly I had to marinate on what you just said and it ain't no it ain't nothing wrong with that neither when it comes to communicating and having conversation with people right it's nothing wrong with telling people I didn't understand what you said or could you say that one more time?
3: Yeah. Can you repeat that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it ain't nothing worse. And I ain't even going to say nothing worse. Because I, I, I guess it's considered polite. But you know how sometimes you'll say something to a motherfucker and they'll give you that I didn't understand laugh? hmm <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> you like, <laughs> nigga, I just told you my mama passed. And you like, <laughs> oh, my bad. I thought you said something else. Like, why you didn't just tell me you didn't understand what the fuck I said? Right. You know, like, even if I got to repeat myself three or four times, that's better than you replying with some stupid shit. Because people do that a lot of times. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Nigga, that wasn't a joke. No. Oh, oh, oh what you say? Like, okay, so basically what you're saying is what the fuck I said not important. Because that's what you do a lot of times when you reply to certain shit with stupid shit. That makes it seem like you're not taking the motherfucker who you're talking to seriously. And a lot of people take that as disrespect. So you, a lot of, uh, you, you be a lot better off to just say, I didn't understand, or I didn't get that, or could you please repeat yourself, or, you know, anything of that nature. And even how you say that, you know, pardon me, you know, etiquette, manners, these are important things when it comes to how you present yourself to people. Right. You know, especially men with women, your manners. You being a fucking gentleman, opening the door for a woman, speaking a certain way. A lot of shit is chauvinist, like, you know how they say, you should order for a woman? I don't believe in that shit. I'm going to let her eat what she want to eat. I'm not ordering for her. She might not even like what the fuck I think she like. So I'm not ordering for a woman. But I do believe in pulling a woman's chair out. I do believe in opening the doors for women all the time. Like, I don't let her touch a door around me. Right. You know, like, there's just certain etiquette that you should have, like, that just shows you the type of motherfucker that you are, shows how you were raised, because I'm like, nigga, who the fuck raised these niggas who won't open the door for a woman, you know? And that's not even simp shit, nigga. That's just, if you take this woman any type of serious, it, women, if you're dealing with a man who don't open the door for you, you shouldn't take him serious, because he obviously don't take you serious. And that's how I am with people in general and how they present themselves to me. You know, when I see motherfuckers who don't take care of themselves, I feel like they don't respect themselves. So why would they respect me? Mm-hmm. You know, women, especially. Like if I meet a woman in her pajamas outside, I immediately don't take her serious. Like it, it it's it's no fucking way I'ma take a woman serious if I meet her. Outside in her pajamas. If I meet her and she got. A, a wife beater tank top on. Or her hair wrapped up. I, that's that's immediate cancel to me. Straight the fuck up and down. Like it, it, I got a lot of deal breakers. Mm-hmm. When it comes to dealing with women. And that's, that's like my deal breakers. Dealing with people. Like when I see people who just don't give a fuck. How they look. When they step out the house. I automatically just like shit. You don't respect yourself enough to look nice. You know, because a lot of times your appearance shows your level of respect for the scenario that you're in. Like you wouldn't wear sweats to court because you take court serious. You know, you wouldn't want a nigga to come to your wedding with basketball shorts on because you feel like he should have enough respect for the occasion to dress a certain way. You wouldn't wear you know, swimming trunks to a funeral because you respect the situation. So when you going out or when you meeting a person or when you doing anything in a scenario with certain people, you just want to present yourself a certain way because your presentation shows a level of respect in a lot of situations, you know, and I get motherfuckers just want to be comfortable. But, you know, like, I got comfortable in fly shit because I just like to present myself a certain way to certain motherfuckers. You know, I feel like that shit is vitally important. A lot of presentation is your circle as well. You know, like, there's women who will meet you and when they realize who your friends are, they'll cancel you out how the fuck I'm going to take this nigga serious and these is his homeboys? Like, you know, you ever met a female and you introducing her to your friends and she like, you kick it with Johnny? <laughs> J- Dirty Johnny?
3: That's hilarious. That's
2: your homeboy? Like, you be with Johnny a lot? Like, nigga, I've had women not want to fuck with me because of certain niggas I fucked with. Have you have you did the same thing with women?
3: Like, they homegirls? yeah hell yeah like if you fuck with no nah. yeah so birds of a feather flock together
2: yeah hoes of a feather definitely flock together mm. nigga you fuck with Keyshawn? no nah. We know Keyshawn out here getting good ran all the way through so yeah. if you and her crew especially because some of these people they they fuck with a whole crew a hoe crew A hoe crew H-O-E crew Not whole Not whole They fuck with a hoe crew yeah, yeah like The 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 The, f- the wretched friend Who you be like You got a friend And she be like Yeah I got a friend You be like Well it's like five of us She like Shit I got five friends
3: All those friends are hoes Yeah I don't Yeah that's hey, That's crazy Niggas don't want to end up with one of them, the women that get called up when they ask for friends. Yeah.
2: You don't, you don't want the, the, the friends who got called for the, the friends. Yo. If, if your girl was the one that got called when the homie said, I got five homies. And she said, I got five home girls. If your woman was one of those girls, you don't want to hear those
0: stories. Like that's a,
2: part of why I'm such a big fan of discretion and I'm eventually going to do an episode about discretion and it's probably going to be more geared toward the females because I was having this conversation with my co-worker about uh, Kim Kardashian like a lot of people call Kim Kardashian a hoe because every relationship that she's been in has been public but a lot of the same women who call Kim Kardashian a hoe got a very but very much higher body count than she has. Mm. It's just not a public situation. So we don't know that you fuck 30 niggas and she might've fucked 12. You calling her a hoe cause we don't know about your 30. All we know about is your three. Like, you know, your your baby daddy, your other baby daddy and your current baby, your current dude. Right.
0: So, Oh, she a hoe.
2: But we don't know about that time you went to Cabo And got a train ran on you coming up out of poppers and beer and shit like we don't know all of your skeletons. And that's a lot of women, you know, discretion is important, you know, being that we don't know what you do. It don't seem like you doing that, you know, as long as a woman carries herself a certain way, we don't know what your body count is, you know, major key. If you carry yourself a certain way. And a a lot of niggas be saying it, man, them quiet ones be the freaks. But them quiet ones don't never get called a hoe. Even though we was with the quiet one and she did some shit that we was like, this definitely ain't your first time doing this. (laughs) But to us, it's like maybe it's her second time because she carried herself a certain way. Now, the bitch in the club, drunk, no shoes on, twerking on everybody. Nigga, she might have had two sexual partners in her life. But we uh we definitely going to assume she's a hoe. Those females who carry themselves like, oh yeah, you know the ones who on Instagram posting, "Oh, I just need some dick and all that type of shit." We just automatically assume them to be um provocative or, you know, a a, a loose woman just because of how they present themselves. Men as well. The way that you present yourself is very important when it comes to how people approach you. The dudes who post all day money all day on Instagram, women assume they got a trick on their hands. Oh, that nigga showing off a lot of money. That nigga probably wanna give me some. Let me go ahead and try to figure out how I could get a piece because of how you presented yourself. Like I always believe in presenting a certain image. You know, like, I always like to put my best foot forward in any situation so I'd be approached a certain way. Like, I tell motherfuckers, like, on some gangster shit. A lot of people don't fuck with me because I don't look like that nigga to fuck with. Mm. And that's part of my, you know, again, it's not a good thing, but just the look on my face all the time. I don't have the look of a nigga you want to fuck with. I don't present myself as the type of nigga you want to fuck with. A lot of women, when it comes to the dudes that they fuck with and how dudes fuck with them, and they like, you know, I just don't know why these dudes don't take me serious. They treat me like this and they treat me like that. And like I tell them, it's it's how you present yourself. It was something you said in conversation that that made a nigga think you was a hoe. It was something you said in conversation that made a nigga think he was going to fuck the first night he met you. You know, it's always something that you do, like a lot of motherfuckers don't take accountability for the the treatment that they get from other people. You don't realize a lot of the reason people treat you a certain way is because you present yourself a certain way. Male or female. Male to male or female to female. You know, like I'll be telling motherfuckers like, it's certain problems niggas got that I don't got. Like niggas don't just run up on me talking all reckless. Like Niggas don't get at me like that. Right. Like, I'm I'm not that nigga you finna talk to crazy. And motherfuckers know after we have, a, you know, a conversation of, you know, two or three minutes. You know, nigga, not me. Damn, a nigga just ran up and took your chain off your chest. What made him think you was the nigga to do that to? And women as well. Like, you know, you got these niggas, man. I got a homeboy who got a homeboy who got a homeboy who got a homeboy who girlfriend call him a bitch on the regular. And like I told him, I, I couldn't even fucking relate. The, the women who've dealt with me know for a fact, I'm not that nigga to call a bitch to his face. And it's not because I'm like, yeah, Ike Turner, bitch, I'll knock a bitch out. No, I just ain't the nigga you finna call a bitch. Right? They just know I'm not no bitch-ass nigga. So you not finna call me no bitch to my face. And it's because of how I present myself. You know, and this this ain't no no gangster ass. Yeah, nigga, you know, I got that gangster ass look about me. So niggas know. Like, no, nigga, I just don't carry myself like the type of nigga you finna call a bitch. Women as well. Uh, You know, dudes know. Like, we've had this conversation a lot just amongst us under the townhouse media umbrella. There's women who you're going to talk to a certain way. And there's women you not going to talk to a certain way. Right. And it's all based on, and again, this is more than appearance. This is presentation. Presentation is more than appearance. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times your presentation, we're podcasters. There are people who have never seen us before. All they know of us are our voices. But you'll hear one voice and you know, oh, she's that way. And you'll hear another voice and be like, she's a whole, that's a whole different motherfucker. Right. So a lot of it is more than just, oh, I look this way. Nigga, presentation is in everything. Presentation has to do with all five of your senses. You know, look, smell, touch. When you're dealing with the opposite sex or if you're a homosexual, taste. You know. (laughs) hygiene is very fucking important men and women Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's 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 underrated and i could tell it's underrated because some motherfuckers you run into and you walk past and you like damn you didn't take a shower today like that little meme that i posted earlier like you know some motherfuckers step out and you know we in southern california so it's warm out here you got to wash your ass because when it get hot, we can tell. And when you in a, you know, a sexual setting, it ain't nothing worse than getting into a sexual situation, especially that first time with a person. And you ain't on point all the way. You didn't uh, you didn't wash down there like you were supposed to. I've canceled appointments because of that. Like, a, a female tried to invite me over, and I just left the basketball court, and she like, come through right now. And I'm like, nah, I just got done playing ball. Oh, man, come anyway. Nah. Because, see, me personally, I know my older level. hmm You know, like, some niggas don't sweat like other niggas do. Me, I'm a sweater, especially when I play basketball. And I'm a stinker. Like, Mom's my sweat stinks. So, if I go hoop and then I come and try to have a, a rendezvous, that's a bad combination. Because she's definitely going to uh she gonna have some, some unpleasurable situations with, you know, my older. So, I don't even disrespect women like that. Like, I'm not even going to come to you with the musty balls. I don't even get down like that. I feel like that's disrespectful to come at me like that. Like, imagine... You invite a woman to your house to, you know, do some grown-up things, and she smell like Red Lobster. Damn, Red Lobster? You Buy We Fry, Captain D's, Lone John Silver's. Porter Call?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 nigga. SpongeBob SquarePants, nigga. She smell like the Krusty Krab or um the Chum Bucket. Damn. You nigga, I feel disrespected.
3: But damn, women women do a check though. Like,
2: I would think they do checks before that happened. But that's what I'm saying. Cause nigga, I do. Yeah. I ain't even gonna front, hey, nigga. Yeah, you got to. I give it a little. Uh, go down there and. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm pulling up. Oh man. For real, nigga. I ain't even. I ain't even gonna bullshit you, nigga. Like I, I got to I do a self check, like. Yeah. They got Man sprays. Yeah. Shout out to Manscaped. Yeah. 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 I got the Crop Preserver.
3: And go ahead and do that. And You be good no matter where you go.
2: Yeah, man. But wash your ass first. Yeah, you can't throw that. You one ain't finna leave the gym and then spray the, the shit on there yeah, and yeah. nigga cuz all it's gonna smell like is is funk with a uh with a veil over it. You know some women prefer the, the the tartness of men, a musky situation. Yeah,
3: that's just crazy. And, and but so, some, and some of it, men
2: too. But that that's a conversation. Yeah, you don't you don't lead with that. Nah, you oh, not, I, not I off was, the dribble. I assumed you like the uh, uh, armpit nut smell. Yeah, you can't do that shit off the dribble. Yeah, no, nah, you can't come with the with the essence of athleticism on. Yeah. You can't do that shit. You gotta you gotta discuss that.
3: You can't hit him with the Tarzan off the back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell no, nigga. You you gotta discuss that shit. Like, you know, that's that's something that a woman would tell you, like. Yeah,
3: that relationship has to be uh going on for a little yeah, bit of time. Cause,
2: Cause that's one of those where she like, I like how you smell when you get off work. Yeah. Like that's that's usually when that conversation get had. And then nigga are like, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't oh, wait till the next time. Yeah, you fin you finna get the salt and sea next time. <laughs> oh, you sir. you for sure finna get that Lowry's. Salt and vinegar. Hell yeah, nigga, you finna you finna get that shit. But you know, like just all in all, like man, presentation is 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 paramount when it comes to first impressions, and just when it comes to. The amount of respect you get from certain people, just how you present yourself, how you project your voice, how your posture is, the look on your face, the way you enunciate certain words. You know, keeping keeping your teeth taken care of, keeping your fingernails taken care of, you know, tone is super important. That's something I tell people a lot. Tone is a very important part of communication. It's almost as important as listening and understanding. The way you say shit could be the difference between what's up, Ben, and what's up, Ben? <laughs> yeah, G- yeah, like isn't, isn't what they say is not what you say, is how you say it. Exactly. You know, so like keep that shit in mind when you um having conversations with people. You know, keep in mind the the, the words that you use, the way that you use your words. You know, certain motherfuckers, you know, they, they look at you a certain way because of what comes out of your mouth. A lot of times you talking yourself out of money, you talking yourself out of a career, you talking yourself out of a relationship, you talking yourself out of friendships with the shit that come out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, that shit is super important. That's part of the reason I decided to have a podcast. That was part of what. Made Ben approach me to do podcasts because of how I presented myself talking my shit on Snapchat. Very true. You know, so it's like if I was on Snapchat just talking bullshit, nigga, I'd probably be in my living room right now. I'd probably be God knows where doing God knows what right now. But it's the way that I presented myself that made this opportunity present itself. You know, so just keep in mind when you... Go out into the world You know Presentation matters What you put out Has a lot to do With what you get back And I'ma drop the mic On that shit This has been another episode Of the Too Much Game Podcast With me your host Young Dolomite And the super producer Ben Ready. Yes sir If you would like to support us Financially It is Patreon.com Slash Townhouse Media Town E house media support all the townhouse media podcasts seriously none of the podcasts friday nights at 9 p.m they on hiatus right now until january
3: uh probably february january february
2: february yeah okay so late winter time yes sir they will be back
3: yeah holla at us around uh valentine's day or something
2: yeah, <laughs> and definitely check out the last episode, the interrogation of Ben Ready. What episode number was that? Episode
3: seventy-eight, I think.
2: Episode seventy-eight, if not seventy-seven, one of them motherfuckers, seventy-something. Yeah. It was the last one available.
3: If you want to hear uh, the mind of a sick individual, nah, fuck me. <laughs> the
2: super fucking yeah, producer.
3: You, yeah, it was a lot of clarification went on in there. Yeah, and I appreciate you once again for uh. Making that happen,
2: man. I appreciate you allowing me to make that happen. Part two coming in February. For real?
3: Let's do a part Fuck two. It. let's do that let's shit. Keep then. it going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but hell yeah, man! Uh, check out the No Rules podcast, No Rules with a Z. Um, Wednesday evenings, five p.m. Hump days and never be the same. Ever, motherfucking uh, cat versus dog podcast. Sundays, three p.m. Sometimes a little after that 3.30, 3.15 You never know But you know we gonna be there on Sundays Uh, And of course The Too Much Game Podcast Sundays live at 5pm Check us out on on social media At Too Much Game Podcast uh, At Young Dolomite Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E Underscore Follow the Super Producer on Instagram At the Ready. T H E R E A L B E N R E A D Y. It's spell how it sound, motherfucker. Exactly
3: how it sounds.
2: Follow uh, Townhouse Media on Instagram yep. at Townhouse Media now. Townhouse Media. Is it now on there? I don't know. Uh, Townhouse Media. You'll see it. Yeah, you you pull it up. It's town with an e. It look like a Rubik's cube. Yeah, that's the logo. But um, I don't know, man. I think that's everything, right? That's it. Uh, I'll see everybody uh, in, in February. Uh, oh, you guys. Seriously, none of the podcast going to see everybody in February. This nigga's going to see you <laughs> next time we on this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. But what you was going to say?
3: The high, oh, the, uh, that was just the other show. I'm tripping.
2: Uh, so it's on you, man. Well, Go fuck on, it. That's everything. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game.